The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, one of the ancient prophets has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, The Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, I think we approach our readings this morning kind of like one of those good movies that you watch over and over again, and every time you watch, you see something that you didn't know before, and that's called hindsight. And we do that inherently, and I think we can't think too poorly of Peter because he says something incredible. You are the Christ of God. In fact, in, the, uh, in Matthew's gospel, uh, Jesus tells Peter and the disciples that you didn't learn that from earthly means. My father told you that. So it's an incredible message that, that Peter has. But we know from hindsight that Peter at this point doesn't really understand, and the rest of the disciples don't either. They don't understand what's to ha- has to happen. Christ, the Christ of God, means the anointed. And Peter is thinking that Jesus is going to be the leader in human terms about how the kingdom is going to be built. So, so we can't think too poorly of Peter. If we look at the church for thousands of years, we've been trying to figure out who Jesus is specifically. Um, so I was thinking about this, and I was fortunate enough to have some church history. So you look at all the ecumenical councils that happened throughout our history and all the debate on who Jesus was. And as I was really thinking about this, the very first line really caught me. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, well, Jesus in solitude, but yet the disciples are with him. That, that doesn't seem to connect. And as I really pondered that, I thought of really one of my favorite saints, uh, Maximus the Confessor. Uh, you may know that there are two types of saints. There are martyrs and confessors. Martyrs died for their faith, and confessors died from normal uh, circumstances, but yet they proclaimed their faith. And so Maximus was, uh, he did not die from uh, martyrdom, but at the time he lived, which was in the 7th century, the debate about Jesus was uh, his will. And really it was, was Jesus 
a man or was he God? What, so there was this debate and there was a, a, a lot of debate on the fact that uh, uh, Jesus was either more human than God or more God than human. And it was Maximus that stood up and proclaimed, he said, true God and true man. He was living those words. He, and what happened was uh, because the group he was within said, no, that's not right, uh, they took out his tongue because they didn't want him talking anymore. So when Jesus in this gospel reading says, but who do you say that I am? It made me think of Maximus because we should have that on our mind all the time as well, every day. Our decisions should be made about, but who do I say that he is? It should just reverberate in our mind all the time. Our decisions, our actions should say, but who do you say that I am? Jesus asking that all the time. I uh, read something that Pope Benedict uh, wrote about Maximus the Confessor. Uh, he basically said, we can't be fulfilled in the things of this world, but only through the transformation that Christ can do with us. And that's really this last part of our gospel reading. Jesus, when he says, who am I? You can't separate the cross. And, he, and we see that in our reading because after Jesus says, who am I? And Peter says, you are the Christ of God. Jesus reminds them that he's going to have to suffer. There's a cross. And we have to remember that as well. That transformation we have to go through as well. I think the first reading, what I really like about that, what really fits, because we've heard of, we heard it yesterday and we'll hear a little bit more from Ecclesiastes again tomorrow about vanity, the vanity of this world. But in the final uh, part of Ecclesiastes today, it says, uh, well, let me get to the right page there. Yeah, there it is. Um, he has put timeless into our hearts. Out of all the vanity, of all the things of the time that we're stuck in here, in this world, we have timeless in our heart. And I, I was thinking about that again. We're challenged every time we come up for the Eucharist to restate who do I think Jesus is? but we're also reminded of the timelessness of us being transported back to the foot of the cross with Mary, that timelessness of what happens at the consecration. And that's this transformation that we have to go through. And every mass that we go to, we're reminded of this transformation that has to come from us understanding how Christ is growing within us. Let us pray. 